Hi, thanks for listening. This is the It's All Widgets Flutter podcast. My name is Hella Korn. In each episode, we get the chance to talk with another amazing member of the Flutter community. This episode, we are extremely lucky to speak with Angelo. Welcome. Hi, I'm glad to be here. I'm a mobile developer professionally, but my background is not as programmers. I, start, I, I graduated in electronic engineering. And I start programming after my, my graduation. So after college, I went in a turn and I start programming for mobile. I started with, with Xamarin and I like too much the exist and how, and how programming works and how they communicate. So I'm still programming for mobile platforms. Today I'm I'm iOS native program uh, programmer, but I worked I worked with Android, I worked with Flutter, Xamarin, Ionic, and other mobile platforms. Cool. And how did you first hear about Flutter? And I I saw Flutter in GitHub, so I always. Uh, uh, access GitHub and printing web page, GitHub training project web page. And someday I went there and I saw Flutter. I never, I never heard about Flutter before. So I go to Flutter website, and there, from there I uh, Flutter catch me because all the the, the program experience. I used to be work with Xamarin, but Xamarin uh, at the time, uh, this is in 2018, uh, the exercise for programmer is not good for with Xamarin. Xamarin at times didn't have what to load and all the performance to compile the code is very, very slow. When a saw Flutter wrote to reload, Fast compiling, multi-platform. I that catch me. I, I uh, my first thought was I need to learn that. I think many developers I feel the same way. <laughs> cool. And so the, the main reason we had you on the podcast is to talk about a, a project you're working on called SideArt. Do you want to explain what it is? Yes, SideArt was uh, was I I created from. From a necessity, from uh, a personal necessity, I'm in, in my free times. I always play guitar, and that time I I start learning Flutter, and I, my first thought was, uh, why, why I, I can I uh, maybe I can make a guitar toner with Flutter to learn more, but when I start making the guitar toner. Uh, I didn't know that 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 is a huge problem. Uh, it seems simple, but involves a lot of computations, a lot of calculus, lot of math behind, and signal processing and other stuff. So I start. I my first my first thought was, oh, I will try search for a package to solve that problem for me, but I could not find nothing. So I saw a gap in in dark in dark ecosystem. Yeah, I thought, why why not try make a, um, a dark package that supply all scientific programming necessities? So I start programming, and I have, at at beginning was a lot of job because uh, 
the the scientific programming for Dart is zero at time, and no, no, nothing nothing as base. I just have some some stuff in other languages like Sci, um, SciPy, uh, Java, some stuff of Java. But I start from here. I start from nothing and start writing code, code, code. When I saw I came with a, a library with very mature, that solved my problem at time. That's amazing. I'm really impressed. Yes. Um, it's, it's, uh, my, my, first, my first thought was, well, if, if Dart can run in multiple platforms, I can make a multi-platform scientific library. Because today we... Um, Scientific, uh, scientific libraries are not multi-platform. You, you can, for example, SciPy don't run on mobile, for example. Run on Mac, on Linux, on Windows, but not on mobile. And mobile is very, very, very weak in, in when we're talking about uh, scientific ecosystem. And I saw in Dart an opportunity to make a, a real multi-platform scientific library because it's very important to have scientific processation in your smartphone to, to, to expand your, the horizon, to make some pro- different projects, uh, uh, like uh, catch the sensor, making something with this, that data, uh, process data in smartphones. So uh, my, my thought to, to start SciDart, my much main motivation was that. And today, until today, is the, the same motivation. Uh, 100% agree. That, that's definitely true. The difference between running the calculations directly on the device versus having to send it to a server and process it and get it back, that latency, it just kills the experience. It's just not the same. It's being able to kind of write it once, run it directly. It just provides a far better app. Yes, uh, yes. The, the latency is is not a, a good thing for mobile apps. Uh, I saw, for example, in Shazam, Shazam app. I don't know if you know that app. Sure. Yep. The song yeah, app. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Uh, it's amazing app, but you need need in internet connection, and the latency is very high. Of course, you can store all all the uh, music database in your phone, but so, uh, the, that latency can be reduced if, when you run the things on app. Absolutely, yeah. We saw this very recently in an app I was working on where we were you know, it's processing videos and sending them to the server and running FFmpeg on the server. And it works, but it just takes forever to upload the video, then to process on the server, and then to notify the user it's ready. And we're able to use now the Flutter FFmpeg package and just run it fully on the device. And it's just such a better experience. It's such a better app. You don't need an account anymore. You can be offline. It's faster. Uh, and I think that's definitely the direction I think we want to go with all apps, right? You push as much as possible to the client and whatever needs to be on the back end is on the back end when it comes to authentication, validation, data storage, that kind of thing. Yes, uh, it's good Good for latest. It's good for economy point too because you don't spend uh, energy in, with your server. You yep. distribute processing around the device. It's, uh, I, I think that is really is the future because the mobile devices are very, very, very powerful today. You don't have uh, lim- uh, processing limited, uh, RAM limited. You have a device very, very powerful today. Right, absolutely. I mean, FFmpeg is a great example. It's really expensive to run. And if this video app that we're working on actually scales, we get lots of users, it would crash the servers. We have enough people uploading videos and processing on the server. 
Whereas you have all the processing on the client, you can scale horizontally out as large as you want. And as you add phones, you're adding processing. What do you think were some of the more complicated aspects of implementing SideArt? Um, most uh, SideArt is divided in multiple layers uh, because scientific, scientific programming in general, it's it's a pile of layers. So you need you need you need most the core layer is math, uh, all the algorithms and the math. Uh, above that layer, you have uh, signal processing and, and other stuff. So the most complicated thing I was uh, the linear algebra algorithms, uh, matrix decomposition, and things like that. It was very very hard to implement that. Uh, it's very very uh, very important algorithms. Without that, you can make, for example, polyfit algorithms through extremate polynomials or solve in your system and other stuff. And I made that in July of 2019. And to today, I don't know how that worked because it was very, very hard to do. Right, it's reminds me of the classic meme, right? Developer looking at his code, it doesn't work. I don't know why. Then it works and I don't know why. <laughs> if it works, you don't, you don't, right. you don't make chance. As long as it works. Right. Yes. <laughs> so I'm looking at the website and I see a long list of the, the modules it provides. And I'd be curious to know how these could be used in practice for actual applications. Okay. Uh, NumDart is all, all numerical uh, functionality uh, uh, related with matrix operations and uh, uh, complex number handling, uh, fast math, because uh, if you have a lot, a lot of computation with sign sine functions or cosine functions, you need to uh, make, make some way more smart than, than the, the standard library of Dart. So I made it. This is the non-Dart is really the, the heart of, of SciDart. Uh, there was made with operations and uh, I, I don't rem- recall all the, all, all the functions. And uh, merge spaces, yes, handle data, Array operations and uh, complex number operations, calculus operations like integration, uh, uh, scratch integration, differentiation, interpolation, and uh, polynomial and statistic, and time time measurement time to to check if you your code is slow or how how, how fast your your computation is running. Nice, cool. So who, who's working on SideArt? Uh, today it's on me. <laughs> I don't have any contributor for 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 now, and I start in 2019 and to alone. The people has very uh, has a lot of friends to 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 help with SideArt sometimes. So and scientific scientific stuff and not scientists and blah blah blah. But that's that that's not true because I don't have a a, a hard scientific background too. I'm a beginner. So uh, I think anyone can can try help SideArt. SideArt uh, needs a lot a lot of help to make it, make it something simple. Yeah, make a better website, make better documentation, and create some example. If you if you create an example using SideArt, it's cool. It's a it's a very very great collaboration for me. You can collaboration in many aspects. Uh, you don't be a you don't need to be a god of scientific algorithms and computation. 
Excellent. So if you're listening and you're interested in getting involved, definitely reach out. I would say in my experience in open source, I have found that the best way to get people involved is to build something people will need to use, people need themselves. Uh, and I agree, the cross-platform nature of it makes it really interesting, especially once you get to desktop and web as well. Um, yes, I think uh, the uh, scientific platform with... Um that can run in multiple platforms. It's a thing that that's that's very 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 amazing for me. Uh, running multiple platforms, uh, all the scientific algorithms that that I wrote is it's amazing. Uh, it's really really amazing technology because until today you don't you don't have a lot of option that run in anything. You only have have C++, but C++ is very hard to compile in specific platforms. So I think Dart is it's a very good alternative because it's fast. And you can run anywhere. It has a great community. It's Dart is constantly in evolution. So it's a, a I saw a great opportunity to make that. Definitely agreed. Yeah. Are, are there any things on Flutter you'd like to see changed? Uh, maybe I don't know for sure, but maybe make a uh, baby the web web performance because Flutter can run on web. It uh, that's true, but the performance was not good and the compatibility is not good to. For example, my my friend was uh, was made a major major trash with Flutter to to play a, play audio on web, but uh, at time we we couldn't do that because we don't have compatibility with play audio on web. So I, I think I think that that is the the big 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 problem of Flutter for me. I would say our experience with web has been it's just improved so quickly that a lot of things we thought weren't possible, if you check six months later, they became possible. Um, so, for example, you know, video playback is something that we couldn't do, but now we're able to do video playback on web. Um, but there are still, we still have issues. I think there's still an issue with video playback on Safari. But it's getting there. You know, I'm hoping March 3rd is the next big Flutter announcement. So I think many people are hoping for stable web. Who knows? Do you have any thoughts about what they might announce? Uh, I I will love if, if if they really really make a good improvement in web, and I I think that I I expect a Dart improvement too, because the Dart language uh, is is very some sometimes for me for my experience is very mature immature, because uh, some things uh, Dart don't have some things is not cool. As the the other language language, so I expect more news and improvements in dark language too. Mm, that'd be nice. I mean, it seems like uh, null safety is obviously currently a big focus, but I guess they're probably thinking about what features come after that, or starting to think about it. Yes, uh, null safety will will be a good improvement, but I, I found I found a, a problem in Dutch when I. Was implementing writing SideArt. My the main problem is when you create generics in SideArt, you can validate validate in compile time the the type. 
And that was very painful for me because in C Sharp, you can validate, you can restrict the types. So if you put some type, uh, it's not allowed in generics, you, you will get a compile error. In that, that does not exist. You, the error is in running time. Uh, that was uh, a big, very shocking for me because check a way to run time to throw a error that can be handled in compiled time is very, very, very strange for me. I think that that can be improved in dark language. That's interesting. Is there any advice to give someone just starting out? Yes, uh, keep simple. <laughs> Keep simple uh, and start start very very simple and improve as you go. Don't waste time with with fancy architectures and something like the pros do the things. Just make the thing like you want and improve as as you you need to to improve. Because if you uh, I saw very, very much code. When it's very very complex architecture, but the the coaches do f simple stuff. Uh, you don't need all all that architecture to to put to put other things working. So uh, my advice is start simple. And other other thing that I like to do is make a to do list to to map your progress. That's that is very important because. And uh, keep you always motivated. Uh, for me, it's, uh, work very well. I always make a to-do list, and I will check as I progress. Uh, so, uh, that keep me motivated, and I can solve solve what are my progress. So I think that that's a good 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 type for for the people too. Thanks. Yeah, definitely agree. That's that's excellent advice. ID of choice: Android Studio or VS Code. Um, I like I like Android Studio, and um, uh, I don't I don't use an Android Studio for programming Dart. I use IntelliJ, but uh, the background is same. So I think Android Studio. And then is there anything else you'd like to to add or promote? Yes, uh, I like to promote my side Dart mainly. Uh, to people, to just try the library and uh, try to use, uh, try to implement something cool. Uh, I really love the people using Sidear to to make something. Excellent. And if people want to contact you, what's the best way for them to reach out to you? Uh, I think best place is is Twitter. I, I don't I don't I don't tweet too much, but. You can send a, a message on my Twitter. I can. I will solve and we will answer you. Angela, thank you again for taking time to be on the podcast. It was really nice to get a chance to speak. I'm very, uh, very glad to 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 the invite, and I, I hope someone hear the what I saw or I said and, and be inspired to to make something. Oh, use Cider. <laughs>